What is going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to Slevtech's Roundtable, where we have a conversation with content creators of all sizes and get a little bit more in-depth into who they are on and off a stream. Today, we have the dynamic duo. Seems like a trio today because we got we got a little pupper in there, uh, but we have the Freak Style Show. How are you guys doing today? Good, Slev. How are you doing, buddy? Dude, I am doing absolutely great. I had the day off. Went to the mall, picked up a couple things, uh, and just kind of been chilling all around. Today's kind of like my day off, so I've been enjoying nice. it. Nice, you got to take one. Oh, exactly. Sure. How have you guys been? Great. Great. We went to dinner, got a steak, some nice, uh, what did we get? Some ribeyes? Some nice ribeyes at Longhorn. No plug Ooh. for them, but it was delicious. Unless they want to plug and like sponsor this. I mean, right. I we'll deny it. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. Yeah. So you guys, you guys are married. You guys are together, yes. and you guys play video games. How did that all kind of start? Yeah. So um, we've been married. Yeah, we've been married twenty four years. September this September will be twenty five, and we've wow. been together for uh, twenty five years right now. Mm-hmm. So uh, since high school, we met at grad night, and um, you know it didn't always go that way. Obviously, in the in the beginnings, uh, I gained. I gamed and uh, she would go to bed at like nine o'clock at night. So I'd have to wait, wait until she go to bed. And then as soon as she starts to doze off and would go to bed, that's when my game. (laughs) It was game time. (laughs) Yes. I mean, obviously in high school, you know, growing up, uh, you know, started with the Atari and then Nintendo and then got into PlayStation. And uh, my favorite game of all time back in the day was SOCOM. Okay. That's really what got me into shooting games. So and SOCOM, uh, that I believe I remember that on like the PlayStation One, even they had it where yep. uh, it's more like third person kind of tactical, but you get to yes. like also call shots, like you call your unit to certain places too, right? Well, di- different sp- parts. I mean, multiplayer it wasn't it, mu- it wasn't much different than Call of Duty is yeah. when it comes to you know how how you played. You know, it was six man teams. You know, you had maps. It was smaller maps. And you, your your goal obviously was eliminate the other team. So, sure. uh, yeah, it was it was pretty dynamic. And then you know it was third person, which I really liked. That was a pretty cool part of it. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's where it all started. That was my first online gaming experience. What what console was that on? The PlayStation. Uh, PlayStation. PlayStation yep. three or PlayStation two? PlayStation one. You played oh. online in PlayStation one. Yeah, back that, in the day. No, no, PlayStation 2. PlayStation okay. 2. You're, you're right. PlayStation 2. Gotcha. Um, and yeah. I started with the Atari. Yeah, Did you really? So started. you've kind of enjoyed video games as well. Yes, like, as a child. Absolutely. And then you kind of went away from it. And then now James just kind of brought you into the world again. Yeah. Yeah, she, she denied me all those years. We could have been gaming years. a lot sooner. Right? Oh, man. Years. Back Screw when game night like, or like movie night. You guys could have just been playing Call of Duty. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. Save some money, too, I can imagine. Yeah, so so it's a funny story how she got into it. Um, you know, I was at home one day. Our dog, our other dog, Brandy, um, she was a Datsun, and she had back problems, and she was laying in bed next to me. And the wife came in and I was playing at the time uh, Black Ops 2 uh, and I was playing against bots. So I was just chilling, messing around. And she came in there and I always tried to get her to play. And she always said, no. Well, to backtrack, our dog had gotten um, injured in the backyard. And so we had to rush her up to the vet. And I just went into like a really deep, almost depression. I mean, I was just 
they had to keep her overnight. We've never had this incident happen. So mm. I was on pins and needles. I just was, I couldn't take my mind off of her and sure. just really worried. He's in the bedroom playing the game, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, any other day. And yeah. And, um, I just went in there. He said, come in here, watch me while I game. And I started watching and I was like, well, he's like, here, try it. And I said, okay. And I tried it. And I mean, I literally, it just kept my mind off of what was really going on. So I engulfed myself in it. And the next day. Yeah. The next day I call her. (laughs) This is hilarious. When I'm at work, I'm like, I always call during the day, check on my breaks and lunches. And I'm like, Hey, how's it going? What are you doing? And she's like, I'm gaming. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) she was like, I'm gaming. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not with bots. I'm like, don't you ruin my Katie. Stop immediately. I'll stop and get you an Xbox on the way home. And he and, did. And, and we'll be good. So that, that's where it started, Black Ops 2. And and uh, came home that day, um, created her an account, Mrs. Freak Style. And and here we are. That is we've lead, or we've met a lot of people in the community who are just like, man, that's awesome. You guys are husband and wife. And you guys are gaming together. And and a lot of them just like their girlfriends will not pick up the controller. And that in the beginning for me was just like looking at the controller. I'm like, there's no way I can get what all these buttons do. Yeah. And you can ask James. I literally would move my entire body with the remote in my hand, learning the game. And he's like, quit moving your arms. Just move your hands and your fingers. And I'm like, I can't help it. Almost like we're on the Wii. Yeah, definitely. You know how you get to playing with somebody and and you've played with plenty of bots where they're like, Meh. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, baby, it will come. It just takes practice. I've been playing for a long time. It and was, it, it did. Come. It came. And yeah. I love it now. Yeah. But so, I tell everyone, don't give up. Find, you know, it's all a matter of getting them interested at the right time because yeah. I was the same way. But it, I literally felt intimidated by the controller, Most trying to understand what each button does yeah. and the modes and all. And now, you know, and because that seems to be most of the complaints from what I hear online. Yeah. And gaming, that the girlfriends or, you know, the wives are not sure what the what the controls do. Yeah. So, you know, but through practice, it definitely works. Yeah. And I'd say you're definitely a rare breed in the way that <laughs> that you found a love for it, you know. Yeah. Um, but I also want to like kind of go into that it was the perfect timing too, like the stars Absolutely. kind of aligned for it because yeah. gaming can be used for so many different um, aspects of your life. You know, it can either be an addiction or it can kind of fill a void. And I know for me personally, I don't care who you are. Everybody has ebbs and flows of like high times and low times, you know, and whether sure. you want to call it depression or just stress or whatever, video games is a great way to take your mind off of those things. Absolutely. Um, but it's also a double-edged sword because it can be, it's a very fickle matter because it can also take over your life because then you only want to escape the real world, you know? And yeah, that's a hundred percent true. When you're stressed, you know, you have a hard day at work. All you can think about is, you know, I just want to get home and game, you know, and, and take my mind off the bad day that I've had. Exactly. Uh, but the, uh, to your point, the double-edged sword of that is sometimes you can't focus because yeah. you're too consumed with thinking about getting on and gaming. Right. So. So it, it's definitely a dynamic that if balanced right, uh, makes good for, for different reasons. Um, 
for you know depression you know keeps kids out from doing the wrong things exactly um, and, and listen i don't care at what level you are if you're gaming and you're any good it takes a lot of coordination it takes a lot of skill it's not like it's just you know out there everybody can do it it's it's something that teaches you a skill set yeah. that you just can't pick up off the streets i mean it's definitely i think it's got its value for sure most definitely. And I even to elaborate on that, the skill factor of it today in my discord alone, there's a guy named fuzzy shout out to fuzzy. Um, yeah. he goes to school and they're now giving scholarships to call of duty players and they're oh, having, let's go. they're having That's call awesome. of duty, like tournaments and like matches against other colleges, just like you would in regular sports, you know, it's just e-sports. But that goes to show you how far we've come in the past just even 10 years, you know, not even considering 20 years of, of kind of the respect that gaming is now kind of getting. It's no like there's no physical attribute to it, but there is hand eye coordination, which goes kind of hand in hand with that of sports. You know, I mean, when you see Ninja out there doing what he does, getting a shoe deal with Adidas. I mean, that, that, that just tells he was, you. Wasn't he on Sports Illustrated? Yes, well? yes. <laughs> on the cover? Yes. That's intense. Oh, my God. Did you guys ever play yeah. any sports growing up? Uh, I did younger. I mean, obviously, I played some football, some t-ball, or t-ball, baseball sure. um, a little bit. But I was mostly into music. So I was when I was in high school, I, I was on the drum line. Okay. Um, did music. So. He has all kinds of hobbies. I've got two drum sets in my house right now. One in the attic and one right here behind him. Yeah. That's <laughs> Is that what all that was? Oh, okay. Yeah. It looked like rock band for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, I can't, it's a lot, you know, I can put my headphones on and I can yeah. jam out where as opposed to a regular drum set that I have in the attic, you know, everybody has bit, to hear me yeah. play. So it's a little bit it rough. And then what? I'm so sorry. Is it your name, Mandy, again, or what? Carrie. 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 But what, I do like Mandy. That is a pretty name. That is a, it is a pretty name. <laughs> did you play any sports growing up, Carrie? Nope. Nope. What did, what did you do to fill your time? I actually was a huge tomboy. So I okay. had three brothers and okay. one one other sister. So yeah, um, for me, it was mainly basketball in the backyard or football. Back uh, loco, you know, backyard football. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just was a really big tomboy growing up. So, mm -hmm. but no, I never, um, I never really played sports in school. No. Um, it just wasn't my thing, I guess. I yeah. didn't really. Would you say you're a competitive person though? Oh yeah, I am. <laughs> that face says it all. <laughs> I, well, let me yeah. tell you something. It's yeah. it's my it's, job, my duty to protect as her me. husband. To as me. part of the Freakstyle show to make sure I'm protecting her at all times. So not That's only right. am I trying to win a game for the team that we're playing, <laughs> but I'm, my job is also twofold to keep her alive. Uh, so, and if so, it's not, it's your fault, man. Absolutely. It, is. it gets tense, man. It can get very tense. <laughs> Have any tense. arguments kind yes. of yes. transcended the online yes. game and gone into real life? We have. Yeah. And listen, the guys that we're in the party with, like Danny Boy and Mink, they all get like really quiet when we're going back and forth. They're just like, here it comes. Mom and dad are fighting again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we try not to let it once we're done. We're we done. Do. Yeah. And we talk about it. Like, sure, you know, we were talking about today on the way home from Longhorn. She was talking about your 
you know, my gaming style as of lately has changed a little bit. It's gotten a little bit more aggressive and I'm not okay. communicating as well. So mm-hmm. you know, it's nice to have that balance and it's nice to have somebody that can give me that feedback as opposed to somebody that you may play with online and then you may not play with them for another week or two. I mean, don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm competitive, but I want to do it because I'm enjoying it. I want to have sure. fun with it. So yeah, there's a I line wanna, for you. Yeah. If I want to, you know, screw around with one of the teammates, one of our teammates, you know, in our party, he, I mean, no, I don't see any wrong in it. He <laughs> is like, come on, guys, it's a game. Let's get serious. And I'm like, who cares? I popped a cap in his ass. Let's move on. Or butt. I'm sorry. Let's go. And, and that's what we do. We like to enjoy it and have fun. That to me is what's hilarious and fun. And he's yep. over here like, come on, let's push. Let's push. And I'm like, hold you on. Know, we're still looting. When you're out there trying to compete in the world with like slaves. <laughs> and I hear that a lot. I do hear that. Lot, but I told him, like, just relax and have fun. You're putting too much pressure on yourself, which is then in turn, it gets, it, it creates a lot of frustration for a lot of us, I yeah. believe. At least for me. I won't speak for anyone else, but I know for me it does. And ironically, this is really the only time he and I argue. Yeah. Everything else is, yeah, I can see gaming. That. Yeah. Well, everything else she gets her way. So it's pretty much a one way deal. <laughs> that is true. On the game. I'm like, hey, it's a two way street in here. <laughs> Yeah. I am spoiled, but yeah, it, and that is true. Um, but no, yeah, it's just gaming with him sometimes can really be frustrating. That's okay. Yeah, I, I feel like our primal self kind of comes out a little bit when we play, you know, yes. and I, like for me, I'm definitely more, I don't know if you guys have seen me play Call of Duty or, or not, but I, I, I'm definitely the point man. You know, I, I lead the way. But if somebody's better than me, I have no problem taking the back seat and kind of following their lead. But for the most part, like, I'd say that I'm definitely more assertive in my game style. And that's just kind of who I am as a person on and off Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can definitely still see the other side of things. You know, I'm not just... And- I'm not going to deny that he's very much one who is the leader. He takes, you know, he tells us, you know, hey, we're moving or, you know, where we're heading next. And I think that that direction and guidance is definitely needed when you have a party of four. So everyone is working together as a team. We're all on the same page. We're moving, you know, and to not have that because we've I've seen both sides of that. It's it really doesn't get you further, any further yeah. into the game. It's just chaos at a certain point. It, it truly <laughs> is. It is. And then that leads to frustration, of course. But Yeah. So how long have you guys been playing Blackout for? Because I'm hearing you guys say quads and looting and pop a cap and someone's That's ass. That's been since and stuff Blackout like that. came out. Yeah. Really? Like only made we how have no, we not ran into each other? Like I, I am know. so shocked. Well, probably because probably we play on the Xbox. Oh, that's what yes. it is. And you're on the PlayStation. I have the PS4 as well. And like today I was on the PS4. And of course, I couldn't find anybody on that, you know, other than Expel. And he was doing a sub Sunday deal. Yeah. Um, and, and I didn't know how long I was going to be on. Uh, but most of the time when you see me online streaming, I'm on the Xbox because yeah. my wife uh, doesn't like to play the PlayStation. She well, doesn't like the remote. So. The controller is different for me. So Just get her a scuff. Just get her a scuff. I just got a Battle Beaver for my PlayStation, and I wish I would have got it for the Xbox. So, uh, yeah, that'll be yeah. something I'll do later. But there's yeah. also there's a I forget exactly what it's called. It's what a lot of uh, people use to mod on PlayStation or on Xbox, to where they get like weird um, like accuracies, boosts, and all that. But what a lot of the pros use it for is to allow themselves to play with an Xbox controller on PlayStation. So. Right. 
So that might be an option for yeah, no, for absolutely. If you need it, but uh, yeah. yeah, dude, I'm like, I want to play with both of you guys now, so I uh, I might have to get a get an Xbox and, and run with you guys sometime. No, I'll get used to the PS4. I will. Yeah, <laughs> I will. Yeah, I mean, we we I'll both have both systems, so. Uh, oh, you you, have, you both have PS4s? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I bought her one as well. Sitting um, in the credenza. And, it's been uh, on one time until she, she, when my Xbox died. Yeah, our Xbox fried one night, and then I said, you know, we can't, we, we just can't stop gaming. It's part of our lifestyle. So, you know, she tried Bentley. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, she tried to um, play the PlayStation one night, and uh, it didn't go so well, if you will. So <laughs> needless to say, on the way home the next day, I went ahead and bought an Xbox. She didn't tell me to. She was going to keep giving it a shot, but I knew better. Sure. Happy wife, happy life, you know? Most definitely. Uh, so, uh, but I think it is something that I think is really cool. And I think it is something that maybe you should look into, Slev, is there's a lot of people on Xbox that would love to get a chance to play with you, man. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and, and you know, that's the, that's the one thing I notice is, uh, you know, a lot of being in the community a lot myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, we'll get into that story here in, in a little bit. But being in the sure. community and you see the streamer playing you so badly want to to have an experience on a sub Sunday or whatever and play with them, yeah. but you don't have the right console. And, and, and it's nice that I have both, so that way I can play with subscribers on, on both sides of the uh, of the of the uh, fence, if you will, on yeah. Xbox and PlayStation. But most definitely, most of my gaming is on the Xbox. Yeah, and I'm I'm really grateful for Modern Warfare. I'm not a fan of the game by ah. uh, by any means, but. Uh, I do love 2v2 gunfight. That's something that I really do enjoy. And I love that the game is cross-platform. So for yes. those who ha- I haven't been able to have a chance to play with, mm-hmm. I've now been able to actually talk to inside of the game, even though we're on separate consoles, and still have a good time. You know, And I, I love bringing the community awesome. in on that. But I think it would be even more of a valuable or just there would be more to it in in terms of building that connection if i were able to play on blackout with an xbox player you know because that's Mm -hmm. where they consume most of my content from yeah i think it's a i think for sure i like the cross-platform bentley come on son um i definitely like that concept and and you know, we're all, all of us blackout players are hoping that, you know, the rumors are true about the modern warfare blackout. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if they make that cross platform, I think that's probably the biggest win for, you know, gaming in, in a long time. I know Fortnite's got its place, but yeah. I'm not a carpenter by trait. So I, I, <laughs> I don't, I can't get into that at all. I can't build. Yeah. I can't build yeah. to save my life. And I'm not a huge third person fan either. And I don't feel like we've had a, a crazy popular first person battle royale to really combat that of Fortnite, you know? Yeah. There was Apex did it for about a week and then yeah, it just died yeah. off, you know? And well, I thought Call nothing, of Duty might have, but just didn't didn't work out. Well, I mean, the, the thing about Call of Duty and their battle royale fa- format is there's nothing, I mean, for, for, for most of those, that genre of gaming, there's nothing better than a military style Mm-hmm. gameplay system you know and, and you talked about it in stove uh in his in your interview with him about the you know the mechanics of of modern warfare and the time to kill and all that stuff um uh, call of duty's probably been one of the best of that and and Definitely. you know if if uh, the one thing i could say about modern warfare and the little bit that i've played is it's very smooth it's it, but it's it mentally 
get you checked into a different spot. You got to yeah. be in a different mindset to play that game. So yeah. hopefully the battle royal comes out. We could all come back together again. Exactly. And get on that game and, and, and let it roll that way for sure. Cause I'm excited. Yeah. I, the graphics are ridiculous. Exactly. And if they do do it, I think it would be the first battle royale to really take a crack at Fortnite because yeah. it it's like PUBG if it would have ran smooth. You know, that's how I imagine it. And I always said, because I played, I used to be an Xbox One player and streamer before I was a PlayStation. And um, PUBG came out on Xbox. I've never been a mouse and keyboard person, just didn't have the coordination for it. But when it came out on Xbox One, I played it religiously because I loved just the Battle Royale format. I always said if they created one for Call of Duty, I would rock at it. But I ended up getting number one in the world for my kill rating on PUBG. And I just nice. love the tactics for it. You know, it, it only lasted like two and a half weeks, but, <clears throat> hey. but it was there for a moment. You know? Even if it lasts 30 minutes, brother, yeah. <laughs> you hit that plateau. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Dude, the, the grind for it was crazy. Because if I had a game where I had less than 10 kills, I was legitimately like down 20 spaces, you know what I mean? Or 20 spots. So it got, it got rough. But uh, how, how did you guys get into streaming? So I'm going to go ahead and let you take care okay him out because okay. i apologize he would have just been <clears throat> all on us if we hadn't picked him up and put him in lap. <laughs> yeah no oh. worries i love very love seeing nice the little man you and thank you for having yeah us. no my pleasure thanks for coming out we're definitely gonna have to do more episodes i can already tell like i'm liking the dynamics <laughs> yeah i'm gonna hold on one second so no nope, no worries the chair. i'm gonna use the my gaming chair <clears throat> Uh, I'd to come back and grab that. Okay. Take this out. Give, a, yeah, give me no, one I, second. No, you're Matter completely fact, fine. I'm going to plug in my Astro headset because these earbuds are going to drive me crazy. <laughs> no worries. One second. It's a good thing about being able to edit, right? Oh, I love it. Yeah, I'm just putting a timestamp right now where we're at. Thank you, baby. Can I just shut? Yeah, please. Are you able to hear me right now? Yeah, man. Okay, sweet. Loud and clear. Yeah, no, I can. <clears throat> I can already tell that. Like, I there. I want to have people on multiple times as like the podcast goes on, you know. And I think you and your wife have some great stories, and I feel like we're just very easy to talk to, you know. And yeah, man. Definitely want to have you on yeah. again. I can already already say that for sure. Well, that's cool, man. I appreciate it. I mean, when, when I got, you know, when you reach out to me, when I got in your stream and then get Miss Gigglebox reached out, I was like, yeah, man, that's really cool. I'm super excited. And like I said, I already saw the, uh, or listened to the Indian outlaw. That was the first one I listened to. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, uh, again, um, I went back and watched Stokes and, and oh, and Cobras. I watched some of Cobras as well. Matter of sure. fact, me and him game together today. Really? Uh, okay. When I went to PlayStation. Yeah, I saw him on streaming, and I said, "Hey, brother," and was chatting with him. And then I said, "Hey, if you're on, you know, if you need a, you know, another person," and we ended up getting on and playing some hot and heavy, some head, uh, hot heavy, metal hot yeah, heavy yeah. metal. Yeah. Nice, dude. That that's what I love about this, and that's what I want to 
use this podcast as is almost a platform for all of like the small communities to come together and be a part of something bigger, you know, and we can kind of intermesh. And it's something that I don't think other people are doing. And I want to kind of give a voice to the little man, you know. I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's important. It's hard, you know, um, you know, where this industry has gone and for some of us that are getting into the game now, um, you know, we're four or five years late. So, so trying to get into it now, you need every single avenue that you can, if you want to, if you want to make something of this, Exactly. you know, and, and it would be a dream come true to be able to be big time one day. And then maybe, you know, this become a full-time gig, you know, but, mm-hmm. uh, I, when, when you asked the question, what got me into streaming and, uh, kind of like Stokes approach, um, not, in, uh, not the same exact direction, but I was in the community. Um, I first, when blackout came out, I went to YouTube to look at tips and tricks. Right. Mm-hmm. And I ran upon, uh, I am carbon uh, streamer and watched some of his gameplay. And it really just got me, gave me the tips of like how to jump out of a, how of the helicopter. This is my first battle Royale Most definitely. and all that. And I just happened to catch a gameplay with him and expel. Okay. And I heard expels talking. I heard the way he communicated. I'm like, man, I'm gravitated towards this guy. So I went to his stream and then I got hooked instantly became a part of the community. And for months, you know, I would just go in, communicate with him, communicate with the chat, Mm-hmm. Um, ended up making me a moderator. Um, so, and, and then, you know, through community, right. That's how I met Stoke, uh, got, um, Sin soldiers, uh, Yindri. I know that's where I first saw you play. Uh, so, so it was so exciting. With Yindri? No, no, no. With Expel. I thought with Expel. Was, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And, and, and so again, Expel, I mean, I don't want to keep pointing back to him, but sure. it, it seems like he's the guy that helped a lot of us out. And, and every once in a while, I'll send him a Discord message, you know, just to let him know how how impactful he was to a lot of us. Definitely. And we appreciate what he does. And, you know, that's what I look back at this experience on today. I feel like one day I'm going to be reaching back to you and there's going to be, you know, others that's going to reach out to you and say, Slav, man, this this put us there on the map, it, you know, yeah. your, your roundtable. So thank you so much. But uh, but yeah, I just got got in the community and started with video content, um, making some videos on YouTube. Matter of fact, okay. my very first YouTube video was called Stay in Your Lane. It was one I edited <laughs> off Xbox. And it was really about shooting lanes because we, because me and my wife game together, uh-huh. I'd often get shot in the back. Yeah. And uh, I kept the clips, kept the clips, and I just made a real quick video to get into it to see if I could do it, see how I liked it. And sure. I loved it, man. You love the editing process? Yes. It's long and it's painful, but um, I really loved it. So I went ahead and got the computer. got everything set up to stream, but I really wanted to start with video content. So I did that for a while. And then I started streaming on YouTube. And my my plan was I wanted to get to about 100 subscribers on YouTube and then make the switch to Twitch. Sure. And that's where we're at today. You know, we're at 162 followers, I think. And I'm thinking I'm at 52 subscribers, affiliate. Uh, and just loving it, loving Dude, every bit of it. That is so good to hear. I love, I love those stories though. You know, where you you start out with a passion of gaming, you know, and then you. I've heard people that this is like their first battle royale. This is where they first kind of stumbled upon streamers, you know, and yeah. like for that, it was like Carbon. You watched a couple of his videos, and then you fell in love with Expel. You got enveloped in that community, and then through the community 
you it almost planted the seed that like you could do it too you know Absolutely. and that's what i love about the era that we're in right now because there's never been an era before like our parents our grandparents there's never been a time where we've had an opportunity of the internet you know and to oh, be man. able to make something of ourselves without having to go through like orthodox methods you know and it's in in the connection that you have um with your community is is more important than anything you know 100%. i could have 50,000 people watching me stream or five. Mm -hmm. It's the fact that I have an opportunity to connect with somebody and hopefully make their day better. I mean, you know, we talk about our avenue or, you know, this, this platform uh, that we have when we do this, not that I'm, you know, again, not, it's not like I'm a huge streamer or anything, but we're all drops in a big bucket, bro. Absolutely. <laughs> 100%, man. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, but just the fact that if somebody was having a bad day or mm -hmm. they tell you something, something pretty big is going on in their life and they feel comfortable enough to share that with you and gives you an opportunity to, to, to tell them that, that you're thinking of them and you'll be thinking of them, yeah. uh, make, gives them that little bit of, you know, make them feel better. I mean, I've spent, shoot, I get done with a game and streaming and I've spent sometimes an extra hour or two with somebody that we were gaming with because they were going through something. Yeah. And we just sat and party chat and talked for an hour just, just to try to help it. them get through it. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. And for me, when the moment that made kind of streaming a bigger picture gave me a bigger picture of streaming that there's more that goes into it than just being entertaining was I got a DM from one of my followers. I won't say names, obviously. Um, but they had messaged me saying, um, like, thank you so much for welcoming me into this community. And they, they went on to say that when they stumbled upon my stream, uh, they loved call of duty. They were like a freshman in high school and nobody had even acknowledged them in a month. Oh you know? my goodness. Nobody had yeah. even said anything to them, whether that be their home life, school, whatever. And he said, when I came into your stream, you immediately said hello. And there were four other people that were just automatically saying, oh, hey there, how's it going? You know, yeah. and it made that person feel welcomed. And he said that he was on the bus ride home from school when he found my stream because he had just looked up like Call of Duty streamers or whatnot. And I popped up on YouTube. That's when I was streaming on YouTube. And I'm getting a little emotional talking about it right now. Yeah. But um, he said that he was. He was seriously contemplating suicide, you know, wow. because he just didn't feel like he belonged anywhere, you know, like nobody cared wow. about him. And by coming into my stream every single day, we would acknowledge him and he would feel like he was a part of something. And that's when when I got that message, like I literally cried when I got that message. Oh, it yeah. Just, it hit your broke heart. my heart. You know what I mean? That yeah. there's somebody that was. And I know the person and they're such a kind hearted person that nobody should feel that way, especially yeah. this type of person, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah go that's ahead. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that. And, and that's why it's so important. You know, if you're getting into, if you're getting into this industry and listen, if we make money at it, great. But if you're mm -hmm. getting into that, in this industry for that reason alone, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Exactly. Exactly. If, if you want to do that, stick to YouTube, do videos, do content, and that's where you live. But if you want to be a streamer, reality is, is you've got to connect. Mm -hmm. And I'm, and, you know, and I, and I'm gonna bring it back to Stoke for a second. Um, out of all the people and communities that I've been in, and I've helped out, and you know, uh, in numerous ways, without saying on on this, 
Sure. Stogue is probably one of the first and only ones that's reached back out to me to give me advice. I've reached out and said, Hey, can you watch this video for me and mm -hmm. tell me what you think? Give me some advice. I'm, I'm not asking you to go share it or <clears> like it or sure. anything. Just tell me what you see. Cause I'm new to this. And a lot of the people I sent to not one per they said, Oh yeah, I got you. I'll look into it. Not one of them. Never get back to you. Yeah. Never got back to me, but Stogue within minutes of me asking, went and watched the video, responded back to me with the stuff he liked, stuff he thought I could work on. And That's it true. was so powerful. Yeah. And, and that's why I connect so well with Stoke, man. Yeah. Legit OG right there. Most definitely. I feel like there's very, in a world that is so saturated, that is the streaming culture, it's hard to find genuine people, you know? And I feel so fortunate that the kind of community strain that we kind of have, or strand, whatever you want to call it, or hub of like other communities of streamers and whatnot. Um, there's a lot of genuine people that I've stumbled upon in like our little community hub and, oh yeah, and I know that there's been people that have vastly different experiences, you know, and gotten in with the wrong group and it ruins the experience for them, you know? And no, it does. It absolutely does. I mean, I'll never forget, you know, and, and again, I'm early into this. I've been, you know, streaming for a couple of months now, but sure. you know, two, two major experiences that happened to me so far in streaming. Number one was my first stream, Sin Soldiers, of all people, somebody that I've watched hundreds of times, sure. came into my stream and donated my first donation. That's awesome. So not only was he there for my first stream, he was my first ever dono. Yeah. And it got me in, I mean, I literally had to stop. I couldn't talk. I, you know, I got <laughs> yeah. crying. It was emotional. Yeah. And, and so... For me, that was so just that star, you know, that star moment. And, and, and you know, sin would never just like yourself. It would it would be the same way if you were to come in. You know, you don't feel that way, right? You don't yeah. you don't portray that, but that's mm -hmm. how you make others feel um, because you're you're important. And the other time was um, it, it was December twenty second. Uh, I'll never forget it. I'm streaming. 9.32 p.m.? <laughs> no, no. It was during the day. It was during the day. Probably about 10.32 a.m. Uh, I was streaming. Then I had like three people watching me, which was cool, man. I was digging yeah. it. We're connecting. We're talking about Christmas. I'm like, what are you What are you doing? And then next thing you know, Wagnificent hosts me with 298. <laughs> and you talk about Giddy as a schoolgirl. Uh-huh. It was the craziest thing. Wags is legit. I mean, he's out there playing with TP and Maven and yeah. Sparrows, and he's coming into my room. And that's the second time. The first time he just came in to observe and chat back and forth because he sees me in his stream. But the second time he hosted me with that, I, I couldn't believe it. And the crazy thing was, is I was able to entertain a hundred of those people for a good solid hour. That's insane, man. Yeah, yeah. And I got and that goes to show you though. Yeah. That that goes to show you that you have what it takes. You know, if you were able to entertain a hundred people for an hour, at that point, you have a good brand or product. You know what I mean? You're, you yourself put on a good show. It's just the awareness and, and marketing yourself in the right way to get more eyes on your show. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, I mean, the biggest lesson I've learned from this is 
is kind of the branching between content and streaming, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're huge difference. They're, 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 they're light years apart. And the one thing I did get, and it's a self-admission, is the one thing I did get away from was doing the video content. I just yeah. relied straight on the streaming because I do work a full-time yeah. job. And it's easier yeah. to stream than it is to edit. Absolutely. But I've realized that, you know, there's a big piece there that's important. So, so I've gotten back to my roots a little bit and I, and it's not a lot. I'm doing one video a week, but I'm going to try to keep on that cadence where I'm at least putting one video out a week, mm-hmm. uh, to, to, to branch out and, and, and see if I can't, you know, get other people to, to, to enjoy what I'm putting out there. Yeah. I think honestly, just for you and take it for whatever you want. Um, but I really think that because you have your wife on playing with you all the time, right? I say you guys go into duos and you guys play games and you get a game where you win, you know? And I think it'd be really cool because you could capture her gameplay and your gameplay and then do an analysis between the two because it's in the same game. You guys are going the exact same routes, you know, but just kind of cross analyze what she does versus what you do. And if you did something right and she did something wrong, how somebody else could possibly like learn from that, you know? Yeah. I think that I would love to see something like that. Yeah. I'm really, really trying. I mean, she, yeah, just last night, matter streaming and she clutched up a victory mm-hmm. and and i mean i lost it because she got like two kills right <laughs> at the end circle and i was just yelling i was so excited <laughs> for her that's awesome because you know she she's she's i mean she communicates well she's mm-hmm. very good at you know helping people medic you know medic using medic to get people up and stuff like that and reviving people and giving people what they need from guns and standpoints like that sure and she gets her decent, uh, you know, amount of kills. Yeah. Um, she's still pretty new into it. Most but, definitely. Um, yeah. When she clutched up that victory last night, it was amazing. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm right now I'm trying to really, really, really talk her into let's do a dual stream setup. Yeah. So, so, you know, we're in the same room. We got two different computers, two different consoles, two different cameras, mics, but just so we can both be on the stream at the same time. Yeah. And I, I, I'm this close, man. I'm this close. I yeah. almost got her into it. Dude, um, I think that would be, that is something that you don't see yeah. on streaming in general. That is like your niche. I would personally say that could actually make it a, to where you blow up, you know, cause there's yeah. that, that, it creates a dynamic that nobody else can really have, you know, nobody can duplicate what it is like to be a man and a wife playing video games together. You know, like the stuff that you guys probably say is probably hilarious to, to yes. everybody else out there. You know, I can yeah, only it's, imagine. It's, it's, it's nice because, you know, in some instances, you know, a lot of people, you know, I'm, I'll hit them up like, Hey, you getting on? They're like, ah, no, I gotta go to the movies with the wife or my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I gotta go to the grocery store. And, and, and though I get it, this is what me and my wife do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, like tonight she was like, Hey, can we go to dinner? I'm like, absolutely. Let's go to, go to dinner, have a nice dinner before we get on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, because we do stream every night through the week, seven 30 to nine 30. And yeah. then on the weekends, it's nothing slev for us to get done with our errands in the morning and get on about 10 o'clock in the morning and game till 10 30, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> God, dude, you're, you're legitimately, fleshing out my dream life yeah. <laughs> i want you yeah. to, i want you to know that like well, I, I envy was, you as a person at this i moment. was very blessed um to find the love of my life yeah and and to have something that we have so much in common i mean we have kids they're grown 
and out of the house, got their families. And it's really just me, her and Bentley, our dog. Yeah. How old are um, you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm, I'm, it's funny you say that because Stoke said, I'm an old guy at 35. I'm 44. No, <laughs> dude, yeah. really? You do not yeah. look 44 at all whatsoever. Thank you. And my that's, wife does it. Uh, we're no, it, that, yeah, that's insane. You may have to edit that. <laughs> but, uh, she looks way younger than me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, we, we've um, been together, uh, you know, again, 25 years since high school i asked her to marry me after two weeks of dating it was a love at first really and we've been together ever since and i love her more today than i did the day we first met and and it doesn't have anything to do with gaming that's just the icing on the cake you know yeah most definitely Um, so so i was very blessed i I definitely overshot my mark for sure Uh, (laughs) and and it's a blessing and i just hold on to it as long as i can let's go into how you met i I would love to kind of understand your background story a little bit Okay, so so I'll share as much as I can. Most definitely, yeah, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, so we met at grad night, and she'll tell the story differently, but uh, <laughs> the truth is, is uh, she was, uh, we had a mutual friend. She introduced us both right before we got on the bus to go to grad night, and um, we got there, and she, she says to me, hey, I, I would like you to hold my hand and walk with me, So, because the guy I'm supposed to go to prom with, uh, no offense if you're out there watching, uh, she really didn't want to go with. Sure. And so she wanted to make it seem like we were together. And I'm like, Hey, I'm down. I'm single. <laughs> I'm single. You're beautiful. Uh, you yeah. know, I'm, no so complaints here. You know, and, and keep in mind it's high school. So sure. in the nineties, so it's not like what high school relationships are today, I'm sure. But you know, we're holding hands and, you know, and, and I've got a picture of us on space mountain where I put my suit coat over. Her so she <laughs> and it was pretty romantic. butterflies are going the whole time. Yes. Yes. But needless to say, as soon as he disappeared, it was done. So we kind of went around and had our own thing. And, and then two weeks later, after we you know graduated high school and, and we happened to meet out and about uh, hanging out one night at a car club, I used to be back in the, in the low riders back in the day in the sound okay. systems and all that. And we used to have this centralized. And where are you guys from? Uh, Jacksonville, Florida, Florida. Okay. Yep. Yep. So uh, she happened to go up there to meet our mutual friend who worked at the, 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 grocery store that was right in the parking lot we were hanging out with. And I saw her and I'm like, Hey, you got to go to this party with me tonight. And she's like, nah, we're going to go to this club. I'm like, come on, trust me. This would be the best decision you ever made. Talked to her for our talk to our mutual friend into coming in and she ended up coming and we connected that night and really uh, outside of my military life. Haven't been apart ever since it's been amazing. Okay. Wow. That's, yep. that's absolutely an amazing story, man. I, I, I love that. Yeah, you know? and it's so you you rarely find those first love at true sight, and it actually work out. You know, you guys are yeah. going to be twenty five years married in September, right? Yeah, yeah, September that's, this year. That's absolutely insane. It it's, it's, does not come around very often, so I'm really yeah. really grateful for you, man. And I I appreciate I just, it, man. It's an, it's awesome. I love it. It's one of my best accomplishments. Yeah, no, and then and then you have kids as well that are out of the house, I presume, and everything like yep. that. And so you've kind of had a a good life so far. I'm sure there's been downs, you know, but for yeah, of course, um, I'd say net, you're net positive for for oh, your life, one hundred percent. So dude, that yeah. is that is so cool. And then you got into streaming. You've been on YouTube a little bit. Transitioned over to Twitch once you got a hundred followers. Is that right? Yep. Yep. How long ago was that? Uh, I'd say probably about three to four months ago, it feels like. 
Okay. See, somewhere in that range. And you're at like 52 subs now on Twitch? 52 subscribers and uh, 162 followers, I think. That is, that's awesome. And you guys stream every single night? Yeah, Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 9.30. I mean, there's okay. been an occasion where, um, you know, where I haven't been feeling good or, sure. you know, because I think it's important that, you know, if you're going to do it, you got to you got to put the work in. I don't want to just... I mean, especially when you've got the pressure of people that are paying their money to be a part of your community. Exactly. I don't want to let them down, right? Even if it's one person. Exactly. Um, and, and so it's important to me that that I do that. And we're gaming, right? So, yeah. so, so pause on the streaming for a second. Me and my wife are doing it anyways. Yeah. We're gaming every night by the time. I mean, there's been times <laughs> so I've gotten awesome. home from work. And I've walked in the door and she's already got my game system on and ready and saying, hurry up, come on. I'm like, <laughs> can I change and get relaxed, you know? Uh, but, but no, we've, we've, we, we stream Monday through Friday, like I said, 7.30 to 9.30 Eastern Standard Time, mm-hmm. um, in, unless I'm sick or we really got something going on. Yeah. It's, it's pretty much an every night thing. Yeah. And there's so many different ways that I want to take this conversation because, uh, one, you said you were in the military. Yep. Um, so are you still currently in the military? What was it, What was that kind of like? Or what do you do now? Let's kind of go into that field a little bit. Yeah. Uh, no, I, uh, I went into the military right when I got out of high school. So, um, you know, I did four years active. I was a helicopter mechanic. Um, you know, come from military background. My dad did 28 years mm-hmm. uh, in the Navy and retired. And, you know, he, he tried to convince me that it wasn't the same military that I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I said, I'm going to do it. And I got to support a family. And so I went in and did it. And it really wasn't the military. I didn't feel like the military at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just How felt so? like any other. Uh, well, it felt like any other job. I came in, did my job. You know, I had to wear a uniform every day. But it didn't feel disciplined, I guess, is the word I'm sure. looking for. You know, you think military. And it's the Navy, of course. Uh, you know, other branches, I'm sure there's far more, you know, Marines, Army, there's, there's probably a lot more discipline there, but it just didn't feel like, it just felt like a regular job. And I felt like, you know, if I'm going to do a regular job, why wouldn't I do it where I don't have to, try, you know, go out on deployment and be away from my family? It just didn't make any sense. So yeah. I, I, I did my four years, did them honorably. I got an mm-hmm. honorable discharge in 98. And then I started working probably, I did a couple jobs here and there. I worked for Nokia doing cell phone repair. And then I uh, did computer networking where I did, uh, you know, fiber optics and, and cat five networking for backbone. So the backbone wiring for commercial did that for about a year. And then I got on with the uh, cable company and was a cable technician. And I've been there for going on 20 years now. Wow. What, uh, yeah. what is it like? You live in Florida, so is it Comcast over there? Yeah, Comcast. Okay. Absolutely. I used to live there for about six months in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, cool. Big yeah. time in Fort Lauderdale. It's nice down there. Uh, I didn't have to pay for it. <laughs> oh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, no, I um, I used to work on private yachts. Oh, yeah, And so nice. it's the yachting capital of the world is Fort oh, of course. Lauderdale. And so got on a boat there. I, I literally bought a one-way ticket uh, to Fort Lauderdale, took the classes, Walk the docks like every day at five in the morning and then eventually got on a boat wow. and uh, was in the Bahamas like two months later. It was great, great experience. Hardest time I've ever worked pulling like yeah. 20, 20 hour shifts and things like that. But uh, dude, Florida is something else. Yeah. Is something else. Is in a lot of good ways and, di- and bad ways. You know, there's a lot yeah. of extremes in Florida, I would say. 
Yeah, well, it's, it's nice about where I live. In, I mean, Jacksonville, it's pretty slow, man. Yeah. It, it's not like Miami or Fort Lauderdale. It's not very busy. It, it's pretty slow. The schools are good. Uh, schools are good. Yeah. Um, one of these days, we'll have a Super Bowl winning football team. <laughs> uh, were, they, day, were they close this year? Uh, I don't no, watch football man, they, all that much. No, they fell apart, man. They 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 had all the of being good. You know, they signed Nick Foles, $88 million. You know, this is going to be the solution to all of our problems. And then our, you know, our just our football team just couldn't couldn't do it. I mean, he got hurt on the very first game of the season, broke his collarbone, was out. But our rookie, um, Minshew, Gardner Minshew, came in and he was a phenom, dude. Six round pick, run one rookie of the week, like seven weeks straight. Um, legit, he's going to be a, a star in the league, hopefully. Sure. Uh, but uh, just this football team has had so many different holes, and you know, we'll see, we'll see. But uh, future's bright for sure. There's some good pieces in place. Uh, yeah, got a lot of draft capital this year, so we'll see. We got some cap room to get out of trouble, but but Definitely. yeah. But outside of that, that's really all there is in Jacksonville, other than good fishing and uh, uh, golfing. Yeah, so, fishing's amazing, though, man. I love, yeah. I love to fish. Um, yeah. My so I was I'm half Puerto Rican, half. Um, like German, I guess you would say. My mom, she's from Kansas City, Missouri, though. So like, she's uh, <laughs> she's like a Southern girl, uh, if you want to nice. say that, or Midwest, uh, she would say. But we would grow. I grew up half the year in Puerto Rico, and then half the year in Arizona, and then we, I would spend probably a month out of the year in Missouri, where we would just be in the creek, just catfishing, noodling. Do you know what noodling is? Oh yeah, I know what noodling. Yeah, yeah. And there's no and way you catch me. <laughs> what is oh, wrong think, with you? Yeah, you don't noodle, man. Oh, it's so much no, fun, dude. bro. So much. For those who don't know what noodling is, it's where you essentially go into like a catfish hole down below the water, and you put your hand in there, and you like grab the catfish like in its mouth, like and pull it up through like its gill, and it like bites onto you. It's really cool, fun experience. Yeah. Just kind of, it's crazy for those who like haven't experienced it, I would imagine, but it's exhilarating. Yeah, closest thing I've ever happened to me that was close to that. So we went down to the Keys one year mm-hmm. uh, for my brother-in-law's uh, birthday. We went down there for a week to do fishing and we stopped by that tarpon pin. I forget the name of it, but you go there to feed the tarpons. Mm-hmm. I'd never seen a tarpon before in my life. Okay. Um, and I had the fish and I went to reach down and they were moving very slow. I went down to reach down to put, to, to give them the fish and they <laughs> grabbed half my arm. I ripped my arm out of its mouth and it, uh, scared me to live in heck. <laughs> bit my sunglasses in half. It was just, it was cause they fell off my head. I had yeah. my head. It was crazy, but no, you couldn't catch me. You couldn't pay me enough to go noodling. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm definitely an adrenaline junkie. Um, for sure. I've, I love like, uh, rock climbing. A lot of people, I don't think anybody really knows that I, I used to rock climb like religiously. Wow. Um, I got in, uh, I, I became friends with a, a retired special forces guy that was at our rock gym and he took me out, uh, to do like actual, like traditional rock climbing wow. uh, outside. And that was, that was amazing. Like he used to like repel off of those helicopters and he'd do, he he was insane, but kind of kind of learned from him, and and uh, it was definitely intense. There are some intense moments, but I, I feel like I almost live for those a little bit. I'm I'm that adrenaline junkie type, but I I I would say at some point I was. Unfortunately, yeah. you know, I, I have had back surgeries, okay. and so um, I'm still. Matter of fact, I'm not even. Let's see, August September, six months out of my last back surgery, uh, I had a uh, back fusion, so. You know, ho- I'm hoping in 12 months they said 
12 months, I'll feel back to hundred percent and should be able to get back to doing some things. Certainly. Uh, but, How are you feeling now? Like what's your day-to-day life in comparison it, to what it was? It, it's way better. I had a lot of pain shooting down my leg, uh, sciatica. And okay. um, the first that, back that, surgery. That nerve is, ugh. Oh, uh, it's a killer, man. It, 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 and it got to the point where, I, I mean, I hurt for six and I lived with it for many years. It would mm-hmm. just flare up on occasion. I'd do, I'd, I'd do something the wrong way, you know what I'm saying? I'd be playing with my kids or something. Oh, uh, six is lower, isn't it? What's that? The 06 is the lower, right? No, I'm saying 2006. Oh, okay. Got it. But it was my L, it was my L4 or 5 and my S1. Yeah. Um, so, but yes, lower back. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, as long as I didn't really do anything, it really didn't bother me. And one day I was putting up, uh, we were putting Christmas decorations back in the attic. And the next day, I didn't realize I did it. Next day I felt the sadica down my back and it was different. It was just like constant and it wasn't stopping. Yeah. And about a month later, I said, okay, I got to do something. Went to the doctor and, um, you know, they had me go through all the treatments. Uh, I wouldn't to take any pain medicine at all. I'm like, I'm not taking pain medicine. You got to figure this out. Yeah. So they tried the steroid shots that did nothing. And then finally they said, well, we try a surgery. We can try a lot a less invasive back surgery first. Hope that works. But if not, we'll probably have to do the fusion. So we gave it a shot three months later, all the pain came back. So we did the fusion and, you know, so far so good from the nerve pain perspective. Sure. Uh, but in the surgery site, it's still, you know, again, six months later and it's still, I have my moments where it still bothers me. Yeah, so it just, it's going to be a process, but I, I feel I'm positive about everything. So yeah. I'm pretty, no, I'm, pretty confident. I'm good. Yeah. I had a pretty bad back injury, not anything that needed surgery, but I used to be a professional ballroom dancer. Uh, nice. Back when I was like 20, 21, I didn't know how to dance. I still don't know how to dance, but <laughs> <laughs> dude, I went into, I went in because my buddy was getting married in Switzerland who I'd met while I was living in Puerto Rico. And wow. And I decided like I needed to take some like classes because it was going to be a gala event and I needed to just know the basic waltz, you know. Right. And just so I didn't wasn't just sitting on the sidelines because that's not my style. Um, I'll make a fool out of myself, but like (laughs) I'm going to have some fun doing it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Uh, So I took some classes within two weeks. They offered me a job there and I'm like, guys, I don't even know how to dance. Wow. Like, Like there's nothing nothing that I can offer. They're like, no, we just love your personality. Like people love you. We love you. So we want, we'll teach you how to dance, but like, like we just want you to work for us. I was like, do I get free dance lessons? They're like, yes. I was like, I'm in. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm down. (laughs) So I did it for going on two years, I believe. And, but the funniest, I don't know if I told this story, but within two months of me just dancing, like between my first time coming into the, the doors of the studio to two months later, I was having to compete as a professional at a charity event. It was called um, Dancing for Stroke. And then they had like, it was like Dancing for Stars, if you know what that is. Yes, yes. And they had like three judges. They had like the CEO of like the hospital that was there um, or the organization. And then they had like the ballroom champ of like 2017 that was there as a judge. And then they had like a guest star judge which was a survivor winner from the most oh, recent wow. yeah so they pulled out all the stops it was like in live in front of like 600 people and they also like televised it but i just remember like two months before i had never even like i didn't know my left foot from my right foot you know i couldn't tell how to what a four count was or a three count was or anything like that 
ended up doing a footloose routine with yeah with a girl <laughs> had like, nice. boot, like have my boots on and like cowboy yes. out a hat and everything and uh, i just remember being like so nervous because i was like i don't know how to dance i don't know what it is that i'm doing i don't know the timing i don't know anything i'm just gonna go out there and do it you know but it was it was the craziest experience for me. I kind of reverted because I used to be a, a professional swimmer as well when yeah, I was I knew about younger. And I behind the curtain before they called us up about like five minutes prior, I was doing like my like swim like uh, warm up behind right. the blocks, like getting all nervous and everything. Yeah, let's go. You know, and just like kind of getting hyped up. And then you just went out and did it. And we ended up getting 27 out of 30. So we got, I think we got, uh, no, it was 20. God, it was 28 because we got a 10 and then two nines. So oh not, wow, jeez, not too bad. But you uh, got 28th with that score. Uh, yeah, no, we didn't get 28th. We we ended up getting third place. But oh okay, third place Ooh. overall. But it was it was intense, man. I just it was funny. We partied after like all the instructors and all the teachers and everything. And I, I was just like everybody was like, I don't know how you did that, man. Like we weren't expecting you to actually go through with it, but. I don't know. That's kind of. I'm a beast. My... That's how I went through it. <laughs> Just kind of have fun, you know. I'm I'm never one to turn down an opportunity, you know. I live for I live for the experience and the stories, not not for anything else, you know. I had a health scare when I was younger that was the why I retired from swim. And ever since then, I've just kind of taken any and every opportunity that I possibly could, you know. That's amazing, dude. I mean, that's that's how you grow as a person. I, I think it would be. I think it'd be a unique experience, um, whether it be you let somebody else do it or whether you kind of did a one-on-one with yourself. So you yeah. recorded the video of you asking yourself about some of the questions so you could share some of these experiences. You sound very well-traveled. You've been to all yeah. these different places. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people like to know that too. So Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And I, that's what I like this podcast for is because I feel like with every podcast, there's like some story that I have that kind of ties into the conversation. And so people yeah. that watch the podcast kind of get to know me as the as the conversations and as the podcast episodes unfold, you know. But I, I definitely think it'd be cool, like almost to do like a Q&A or yeah. Or have somebody flip the script where they're kind of interviewing me. <laughs> no, I'm, I, not, I'm not narcissistic in that way, so I don't know. I think it's. I, I hear you, and I think. Oh, you cut out just there for a little bit. I said I. I could see where that may come off in, in some people's eyes, but uh, no way, man, not at yeah. all. Yeah. Well, dude, we're going up on an hour. I want to continue this conversation. So we're definitely going to have to do a part two to this one, 100%. Because I just I feel like we've meshed really well, you know? Yeah, totally down, bro. I mean, yeah. I feel like we definitely got the same personality. I like to be a goofball, obviously. Oh, and, and, 100%. You, know, you are definitely 100% goofball. So <laughs> we, are, we are right there in the same playing field, my man. This is true, man. Well, thank you so much for coming out onto the podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on, man, and your yeah. wife as well. The dynamic between you, her, and even the dog at times was was yes. amazing. So thank you yeah. so much for coming out, man. I appreciate it. And, you know, again, if if, if anybody's watching this, uh, ends up watching this podcast, you know, Monday through Friday, 730 to 930 Eastern Standard Time on Twitch. It's mm-hmm. the Freak Style Show. One word, two E's. If you don't do two E's and you don't put the words together, you'll end up doing some freestyle <laughs> rap or something. So it's <laughs> some a freestyle show. <laughs>
I love it. And for everybody that is listening up until this point, thank you guys so much for coming to the very end, listening it all the way through. Everything will be posted down in the descriptions below, whether you're listening in the audio format on Spotify or any of the other podcast platforms or on YouTube. Just look in the descriptions. All the links will be down below for my boy, The Freak Style Show. And hopefully in the near future, Mrs. Freak Style will have her own as well and they'll come in and collaborate. But uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in make sure to give freestyle show a nice big fat follow on all of those platforms uh this has been this is slub tech this has been slub tech's roundtable thank you guys so much for tuning in and i will see you guys in the next one have a great day